Welcome back to Voices of Arlington. I'm Dave Kopp, your host. Of course, this is a podcast where we delve into topics of historical significance and try to pay tribute to the individuals and their families who are associated with Arlington National Cemetery. In today's episode, we're going to discuss a solemn and honorable topic, funeral honors at the cemetery. We'll explore the different types of funeral honors and their eligibility requirements. And I trust that we'll be able to shed light on the ways we commemorate the sacrifices of those who served our nation. Before we get started, I just want to say thanks for allowing me to share a part of your day today. And uh, it goes without saying, it should go without saying that it is uh, deeply appreciated by me. And as we go forward in this journey together and we start learning about those that are at rest at Arlington and their families and the historical significance of the cemetery, I'm glad that we're going to be doing it together. Feel free to reach out to me, commit to courage at gmail.com or voices of Arlington at gmail.com for any feedback, questions, or anything that I can help you with. Happy to do so. Arlington National Cemetery holds a special place in the heart of the United States. It's not just a resting place for those who served, but a symbol of our nation's respect and gratitude for their dedication. The cemetery spans across 620 acres and serves as a final resting place for our military personnel, veterans, family members, and prominent civilians. It's a place where history, honor, and remembrance come together. Military funeral honors provided at Arlington National Cemetery differ from those provided at other national cemeteries. There are three types of burial honors rendered at Arlington. Military funeral honors, military funeral honors with funeral escort, independent honors. Every uniformed service member or veteran of the armed forces is eligible for military funeral honors. These funeral honors are provided by the deceased branch of service. Enlisted service members, warrant officers one through chief warrant officer three, and officers in the grade of 01 through 03 who are interred or inurned at Arlington National Cemetery will receive military funeral honors. The elements of military funeral honors include a casket team, a firing party, a bugler, a military chaplain if requested, and the folding of and presentation of the United States flag.
Those military members who attain the grade of E9, Chief Warrant Officer 4 and Chief Warrant Officer 5, and those officers in the grade of 04 and above, or service members regardless of rank who received the Medal of Honor, who were prisoners of war, or who were killed in action may receive military funeral honors with funeral escort. The elements of the military funeral honors with funeral escort include the casket team, the firing party, the bugler, the folding of and the presentation of the United States flag, the military chaplain, if one has been requested, a marching element, which size varies according to the rank of the deceased, the military band, and though while temporarily suspended up at Arlington, the Army's caisson platoon. When a spouse or eligible dependent of a current or former member of the armed forces is buried at Arlington, the deceased will receive dependent honors. The military service in which the related veterans served will provide a casket team or body bearer and a military chaplain if one has been requested. No other military funeral honors will be rendered unless the spouse also served in the military. So as an example of that, when my mother passed away and was buried, since my father had been in the Air Force for dependent honors, an Air Force chaplain was present as well as a casket team. Armed Forces funeral honors are the same as military funeral honors with funeral escort, with the exception that escort platoons from each of the military services participate. These funerals are reserved for the President of the United States as Commander-in-Chief, the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and officers granted multiple service command. Additional funeral elements include Army and Marine Corps colonels and general officers may be provided a comparison or riderless horse if one is available. Army, Navy, and Marine Corps general and flag officers may receive a battery cannon salute, 17 guns for a four-star general, 15 for a three-star, 13 for a two-star, and 11 for a one-star. Minute guns may be used for general officers or flag officers of the Coast Guard, Marine Corps, and Navy if available. And the President of the United States is entitled to a 21-gun salute, while other high state officials receive 19. I touched upon this briefly before. A military chaplain may be scheduled by the cemetery staff if requested, unless a family minister is desired and provided by the primary next of kin. All service members who die from wounds received as a result of enemy action and are being interred, inurned, or memorialized at Arlington National Cemetery are eligible to receive military funeral honors with funeral escort.
The Military Funeral Honors Service general sequence of events includes the committal services conducted, military funeral honors are rendered, and then the family departs the gravesite to exit the cemetery. That ceremony, that service, typically takes about 20 minutes. From the time you depart the administration building to the end of the service. The military funeral honors with escort service, general sequence of events, includes the caisson or the funeral coach arriving at the gravesite. Military members present arms. The casket team secures the casket. Non-commissioned officer in charge, officer in charge, and the chaplain salute. The chaplain, whether he's military or she or she is military or civilian, will lead the way to the gravesite, followed by the grave, by the casket team, followed by the family. The casket team will lay down the casket and secure the United States flag. The non-commissioned officer in charge or the officer in charge ensures that the flag is stretched out, level, and centered over the casket. The family is then seated. The non-commissioned officer in charge or officer in charge backs away and the chaplain performs the committal service. For those eligible, for example, general officers, a cannon salute is fired at the conclusion of the internment service and before benediction. The chaplain concludes the service and then backs away. The non-commissioned officer in charge, the officer in charge, steps up to the casket. The cemetery representative would then ask family members to rise for honors. The non-commissioned officer in charge or officer in charge presents arms to initiate the rifle volley. The rifle volley upon complete is followed by the bugler playing taps. Family is then asked to again be seated. The casket team leader will then commence the folding of the flag. And once a fold, once the flag is folded around him, the flag is then passed to the non-commissioned officer in charge or officer in charge. The casket team will then depart. The flag is then presented to the next of kin. For veterans of the Army, Air Force, Navy, and Coast Guard, an Arlington lady will then present cards of condolence to the next of kin on behalf of the service chief and the Arlington lady herself. The chaplain or the clergy would then extend condolences and then the cemetery representative will announce that the service has concluded. Arranging for funeral honors at Arlington National Cemetery involves contacting the appropriate authorities and providing uh, necessary documentation. What that means is, in in English, is that when the scheduling call is made, uh, there's a series of questions that the funeral home or the next of kin, if the next of kin is placed in the call, 
for services, scheduling for scheduling of services. Uh, a, a series of questions will be asked by the cemetery representative that will be centered upon uh, funeral honors to make sure that uh, the right, the proper level of honors is scheduled. And that is very important to not only um, the scheduler um, for making sure that that right, that proper level is is uh, is reserved, but also for s- scheduling on that day, right, to make sure that the resources are available uh, on the day of the service. So in conclusion, I'd just like to take a moment to reflect on the significance of funeral honors. It's a reminder that the sacrifices made by those who've served should never be forgotten. These honors, and and I, I firmly, firmly believe this, these honors not only pay tribute to the individual, but also to the ideals that they defended in the nation that they protected. And they also pay tribute to the family. And I hold that very, I hold that deeply in my heart. Finally, again, thank you for joining me on this journey. Um, Today's journey is, is somewhat complex. It's just, you know, it's, it's like a sequence, it's a list, it's, it's dry, but it is in, incredibly important. Um, I hope you've gained a deeper understanding of the solemn traditions that honor our nation's heroes. Until next time, please remember to honor the past, cherish the present, and shape the future.